Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 5th of May. Thank God it's Friday and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. Please contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's go straight away to the scores on the doors as usual. And luckily, the resource conference has finished. So you have me back on deck today for this morning's podcast and, of course, this afternoon's end of day podcast, which unfortunately I wasn't able to do yesterday due to other commitments. But anyway, let's look at the numbers. Dow Jones falling three little ducks, 222. My old telephone number once upon a time, down 0.66%, 33,310. It had a high of minus 141, a low of 404 down. So at least we were off the lows. The NASDAQ was up 0.18%. 22 points to 12,329. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle up, or rather down, 7 points, or 0.17% down. So we had the S&P down, the Dow Jones down, VIX volatility index up 2.8%, 16.93, still languishing around. It needs to have a long, hard look at itself. ASX Spy Futures down 8 points or 0.11%. We had a 4-point loss yesterday. So we're going into the weekend with a spectacularly exciting day in front of us, that's for sure. Looking across at the European markets, we had the stock 600 unchanged. FTSE down 0.14. Germany down 0.4. France up 0.3. Spain up 0.2. So nothing very exciting there either. US stocks trading. Apple up 0.1. Meta the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 1.2%. Google still following on from that good AI product they've been talking about. Uh, Google up 4.3%. Microsoft down 07 Amazon up 1.8%. Tesla up 2.1%. Netflix up 2.8%. US banks. Still issues around US regional banks infecting there. JP Morgan down 03 Citigroup down 07 Goldman down 06 Bank of America up 0.3, Wells Fargo up 0.1, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down 0.4, Exxon Mobil uh, down 1.8, General Motors up 0.12, and Walmart up 0.37. In European banks, UBS used to be smart, down 0.7, Deutsche down 1.3, Barclays up 0.17. Disney was the big drag on the Dow, that fell 8%. So much for Bob Iger. After the media giant released its fiscal second quarter results, we did see it fall after hours uh, when it did report the previous day, Uh, but obviously that carrying through into normal trading. Uh, Streaming division narrowed its losses, but it was a dealt a harsh blow with subscriber growth uh, falling away substantially. It also announced it would take on impairment charges of 1.5 to 1.8 billion as it removes more content from its streaming platform. Worries about regional banks again, PacWest Bancorp uh, said on Thursday, yesterday, in a regulatory fine that deposits fell 9.5% during the week of May the 5th, and PacWest shares dropped 22%. The bank said it had access, access to $15 billion in immediate liquidity if needed. We also got some numbers out from the US on the, on the economic front. We got jobless figures rising 
This is the highest rise since 2021, which isn't that long ago, to be honest. 264,000 for May. But the analysts say the employment market remains healthy. The U.S. Labor Department report showed producer price index, PPI, rose 2.3% in April from a year earlier. That was slightly below expectations of 2.4%. So we are seeing the U.S. economy slow. Those jobs numbers are pointing to that, the PPI pointing to that, and the CPI pointing to that. So certainly a pause seems the most likely outcome from the next Fed meeting, especially given the shenanigans that are going on in Washington over the debt limit, which, of course, in theory, expires on June the 1st when the government in the U.S. runs out of money. And, uh, of course, we have seen this too many times before, frighteningly too many times before, but never with such a divided house. So it's certainly going to be interesting, and you'd expect it to be taken once again down to the wire. In the bond markets, on the back of all this, we had U.S. 10 years down five basis points to 3.386. Two years down 0.2 of a basis point, 3.899. And the Australian 10-year down 5.9 basis points, 3.358. Bitcoin down again, 2.4% easier. We did see the U.S. dollar index up 0.6 of a percent. And that certainly hurt the commodities. And we saw that in the uh, oil price, which fell 1.9%, $1.47. We had WTI down at 3.9%, $2.87 to 70.76. All this is very good for inflation. The US gold price falling 0.7%, 14 bucks to 2016. Still at pretty elevated prices, just hovering slightly below that all-time high. So nothing really wrong with the oil price at the moment. And with the Aussie dollar coming off uh, a little bit uh, below 67 cents. Uh, that certainly hurt, helps the Aussie dollar gold price. Platinum down 1.8%. Silver taking a big tumble, uh, down 4.9%. Copper down 3.7%. Nickel down 3.3%. Aluminium down 2.7%. Zinc down 3%. Lead down 0.2%. And ton down 2.7%. We also saw bit of a nasty slip in the iron ore price as well, down 1.9%. Dalian iron ore futures are down 2.8%. Coal down 2.6%. So certainly uh, there is potential today for a lot worse than the eight points on the SPY futures, I have to say. Looking at uh, miners overseas, BHP down 3.32% in ADR terms. Rio down 2.9% in ADRs. Freeport McMoran down 4.7, Alcoa down 2.2, Tech down 5.4, Anglo down 4%, Glencore down 4%, Vale down 2%, Arbomile bucking the trend up 2.1%. But certainly there is potential today, uh, given the banks might be a little soggy and soft on the back of the US banks and still problems with the regional banks, debt ceiling, etc. There certainly is potential for commodity stocks to have a little bit of a suffering Today it's also a Friday, so we'll see how that goes. Other news out uh, overnight: Elon Musk says Twitter has a new boss, and she starts soon. He has found a new CEO for Twitter. It is now called X Corp. What a great piece of marketing there! He has not named the person, but said she will be starting in about six weeks. So there we go, uh, and he will transition to being Twitter's chief, well, chief, uh, the chief technology officer. 
and the executive chairman. So there we go. In news out in the Australian market today, we've got Austrac's case against Crown Resorts nears the sharp end, according to the AFR. Uh, the Austrac's uh, prosecution of Crown Resorts for allegedly allowing upwards of $70 billion of dirty cash to churn through its casinos is approaching the sharp end, with the federal court set to unveil a long-awaited case timeline on Friday, being today. We also have QBE upgrading the outlook today on supportive interest rates. It's upgraded its gross written premium growth to 10% for fiscal 2023 from a range of 5 to 9%. So that is good gross written premium. Of course, those we are seeing price rises in insurance and we're also seeing interest rates higher. The GWP, it's not a football team, in the first quarter of 2023 jumped 11% from the previous quarter or 14% in constant currency. So some good news for them. Un- Usually, uh, QBE disappoints or surprises with disappointment. Looks like this is a surprise with a little bit of um, the opposite of disappointment, a bit of appointment. News Corp has revenue slipping due to challenging housing markets in the US and Australia. Weighed the digital real estate services segment. It was partly offset by higher Dow Jones segment revenues which includes some acquisitions. Net income dipped to $59 million from $104 million, taking EBITDA to $320 million from $358 million. It declared earnings per share of $0.09, cents, down from $0.14 cents there. In other news today, uh, coming out at the moment, uh, it is a Friday, so not huge amounts coming out. Uh, we have got some... Uh, REA Group has reported Q3 operating EBITDA 136 million versus a year ago 156 million. That, of course, is all tied up with News Corp. Um, and its outlook says April national residential new listings were down 24% year on year. Year on year growth rates for Q4 to, uh, FY23 will reflect strong prior period listings and volumes. So I'm not sure that's good news for REA, but you never know what the market is going for. Alchem, A-K-E, on the back of the merger, we have seen uh, some upgrades and some downgrades there. We have seen from uh, Morgans uh, that um, Alkane has been downgraded to a hold on the back of that target price, $14 uh, by Morgans. Uh, Remelius has provided an update on penny mine and key exploration projects within the WA Gold portfolio. And we have... Also, just looking through some of the other headlines today, um, Perpetual has been upgraded to a buy from neutral at Bank of America. Stockland is circling Len Lease's communities business, according to The Australian. And IVC, Invocare, which is currently under takeover bid or rejecting that takeover bid, is facing pressure at the AGM. The AFR is reporting proxy advisors ISS, Glass Lewis and Ownership Matters have recommended shareholders vote for all four resolutions, including the chair re-election and approval of the remuneration report, but notes that TPG, with its 19.98% stake, could put pressure on the company. I would imagine that is a given, uh, given the big stake they have got at the moment. CSR downgraded to a sell from outperform at CLSA. And finally, in terms of news out, that's about it actually this morning. That's it from me then. We'll call it a day. Question of the day today. Will we see a peaceful resolution 
of the US debt ceiling negotiations. Or once again, will we see it go down to the midnight hour and a last minute deal uh, saving the day? Of course, it's quite a big, big event for the US and one that we seem to have every year or so, I have to say. About 31 trillion US dollars in debt. Will they extend at the ceiling or will the US actually default? A long way to go before that, I guess. They will close national parks and stop paying people for a little while before they actually default. But certainly it is a risk out there that has been highlighted. What do you think? Do you think the US will once again go down to the wire with the debt ceiling negotiations? Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you. And if this is the only podcast you listen to, don't forget it is Mother's Day on Sunday. Be kind to your mum, you only get one.